Coming to you from the Tualatin River Valley in Oregon, this is Ryan, Rye Rye, Snowy, Rye Guy, Hossy Bossy, McSassy Pants, Playboy Hossy, Randy California, Hoss, the man with the magnetic tape, HG, Mr. Domesticity, Hossner, and this is 69 Vinyl Records. Oh, friends, stretching my arms here on uh, the 8th of May, Friday the 8th of May, it's uh, just about 12:30 the lunchtime hour the lunching hour if you will what's happening today uh this is the fifth episode that i have recorded or started to record in the last 50 hours so keeping up my really good rate of cranking these out as we barrel on toward the finish we of course now are in act 3 of 69 vinyl records calling the $150 podcast all of your questions will be answered all of the uh all of the devastating climax all of the uh sort of sweet and lovely and hopeful and wistful and nostalgic denouement coming your way excited to have you here wow 49 episodes we are uh we're celebrating here today the uh, the last year of the fifth decade what did i get up to today not much Ooh, i uh i got i got stern with a police some uh, some police uh, was in in our neighborhood issuing citations and uh, parked his car on top of some roses of, of Anna's and mine. I'm like, what the hell, guy? So I went out with a mask and I took a picture of his car and then he came around the corner. He's like, whoa, 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 what's a, what seems to be the, the problem here? He said to me, <laughs> uh, what a life. Um, you know... <laughs> That's all I have to say about today. I'm excited to bring on a guest here for his fourth appearance. You know, not many guests. In fact, I think there's only one other guest that I have. And, and you'll recognize, of course, Luke as uh, as that other guest who is a repeat contributor speaking about the same artist. Uh, and I have not done that with other folks. If I have them repeating, we've switched around. We've, we've shared the wealth. But, you know, this person... I, I think is perfect to talk about this artist yet again. I was walking the dog today and saw a license plate holder that said Sandy Suburban. And I think that describes this uh, this guest perfectly. This is my little suburban Sandy. He's Mr. 49er. He's the inventor of goat puppies. Please welcome back to the program, Ty. Hey, yo, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. I'll tell you what, this is uh, exciting times we're going through right now, isn't it? <laughs> what a time what a time i gotta say um i'm gonna go ahead and step out and ask this question that all listeners want to ask right now is yeah. can you elaborate a little bit on that story with said police because it seems like there's a it seems like you, you built it up but then you didn't finish <laughs> up you said uh what seems to be the problem and then you were like oh ho, ho. yeah I mean, what, no, what that's about it there? I took a picture, I made him yeah. sweat, and then I was like, uh, hey, don't park on my roses. And he was like, oh, I didn't even see it there. Is there anything I can do? And I was like, uh, no. And he, and then he left. <laughs> was he, did he seem, did he seem genuinely like, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm so sorry. I think he was, I, I think roses. he was surprised. I mean, I mean, in his defense, and I hate to do this, but in his defense, <laughs> these are some roses that, uh, 
that had been tangled up in some other plants. And so Anna dug them out and replanted them. And so they're kind of pathetic Mm -hmm. as is. They're just like these spindly little twigs coming out of the ground. But they're clearly like plants. And it's clearly our yard that he pulled into. So that, you know, whatever, whatever. No big deal. But it just felt nice to it felt nice to go uh, harass them for once. (laughs) Is there going to be I know that you have a kind of a, a logo, you have an icon is there going to be maybe an icon that could be changed for this episode that is just that shot of the <laughs> police car on top of the roses? I think. And then I think, maybe yeah, the title is, is Guns and Roses. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that's Ooh, taken. Ooh, wow. Ooh, no, that's really. I think I haven't heard that before. That has a really nice. It mm. sounds cool, doesn't it? Guns and Roses. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. A cool name. I don't It'd know. It'd be, yeah. We should use that for something. Yeah. Next time, next time I see this, I'll just slash his tires. That's what I would have hey. said to, to the. <laughs> yeah, check the rear axle. Am I right, dude? <laughs> this guy probably did some damage to that car if he drives like that. Uh, you should you should have mentioned that to him. Just said no. I just thought this was a pretty cool Guns N' Roses album cover. So I wanted to get a photo. Oh man, I'm gonna have to delete the thing I put on my Instagram stories and re-upload it. I'll I'll give mm. you all the attribution. That's all you, baby. That's good hey, stuff. Thank you. It's credit is really important in my industry, so I've learned <laughs> I really need to fight for it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of I, my industry, really as as uh, as the the few. The th- I don't know why I said as the few, but as the few longtime listeners who might recognize, <laughs> how dare you, <laughs> who might recognize uh, my recurring uh, yeah, partnership in this. Um, I guess what I'm trying to get to is, uh, we've mentioned I work in advertising before, and yeah, with that, uh, there's some good things, there's some bad things, and part of the bad things uh, is the process in which we do. We, yeah, we come and up like with the ads themselves and, and like the, the companies are, that you work the, with. And the companies that you're pushing. There's a lot of conflict. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of issues. So yeah. many issues. Um, but one of the harder <laughs> things to deal with is the focus groups where you just yeah. say, hey, we wanted to get your opinion on this thing we're going to put out here. And you let, you know, you, you just you test the waters. And mm-hmm. I got to say, I ran a focus group recently with this podcast just out of curiosity just to know <laughs> no people, just to know if like people were going to be into it and see if people were excited yeah. about it um, yeah so i was like let's try this out so it was a blind focus group told people you're going to be listening to three hot new podcasts that are coming out they're going to be you know you can get them wherever you can get them and uh first show of hands who listens to podcasts whole group did so that was a good sign we didn't have anybody coming in blind so they knew what to expect they knew what to he- listen for sure right? this wasn't this was a new was I this like have, a five hour anything. focus group to li- how well, many of these did you listen to we just do them in an hour chunks we use we usually just do an hour you can't get somebody to sit too long especially if you're well, not going to pay them and you know i did this one i did this i didn't mention any pay and then you know it just didn't sure. show up right you know sure. and then yeah. they started asking questions and i said you should ask that question before <laughs> <laughs> Big, they learned their lesson yeah um, but you, you do you want to hear the results on your show from the oh focus my God. group well, which again eh, the focus man. group like I said you don't necessarily you don't want to always go with what they say but they do dictate well, sure. a lot of what we see so. I, so I'm interested in the I'm interested in the results I'm also interested a little bit in some demographic information even without knowing you know mm-hmm. like who who are these people how, how did you get but I mean well, tell me tell me everything you, you got I can give you the target demographic, which we have, which is a range from 18 to 42. All right. Yeah. So, and in that, we got that based on people that 
listen to music that were aware of any of these albums. So we knew that they were already aware of one of the albums that was being discussed or had heard of, say, Talking Heads, for example. Right? Okay. All so right. this wasn't yep. a group. This is a group that is in the know when it comes to music. And when I say in the know, it means they know about music. It, they know that this exists. So with that said, that's, a, that's literally the, as much information as I have on them as well. So, But we yeah. just know that music is not a new concept for them. This is something <laughs> that they're like, yes, music, I get it. You don't need to go on. You don't need to explain Man. this further. I'm, so that was I'm a really good thing. thrilled. So these... my, my impression is that like to get something focus tested, you might have to like pony up some money to have it even on the list. And so I'm really excited for these free insights that you're giving. Well, I, that's this the, is, whew. You usually do. And that's the thing is we did have to put a lot of money forward for this, but <laughs> I was piggybacking this focus group, right? This is a focus group for another ad that we're running that we're trying to look into. And there's a lot of money and a lot of hours getting put into this. And I was like, hey, can I borrow you guys for an hour? And they thought it was going to be for the, and we went on and I, I did this. Because I really, I think that this could, you could be onto something with this. And I was like, hey, if I can help my buddy, if I can get connected to this, maybe this becomes <laughs> yeah, sure. the next, you know, the next, the next big thing, the next uh, big uh, Joe Rogan experience, right? I oh, know, yeah. Right? Oh, I could only hope. I could only yeah. hope. So, um, with <laughs> You're that, the Dana White then, of this show. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is what happened was then once I said, okay, you know about music, you know about podcasts, good. Um, I said... I'm going to have you guys um, go ahead and give this a listen. We're just going to start with five minutes from the, from, the tar- from the start, and I want you to just put your hand in the air whenever you are disturbed or maybe have a question or maybe a concern <laughs> or just something. Just put your hand in the air, and then we can vocalize those afterwards. And sure. um, so the average listen time, or I guess we could say how far like we got to before. Hand. Yeah, time to hand. Time to hand. <laughs> the first hand showed up in five seconds. And then, oh, my God. And then the like almost immediately after that, let's just say the longest hand, and this is 30 people in this focus group, the longest anyone lasted was 15 seconds, just about 15 seconds. Wow. And the wow. big concern came in. They said, what is this guy's real name? And nobody <laughs> figured out. Nobody could actually, nobody could nail down your name. And that was the most yeah. upsetting thing for them. Oh. They didn't care. They didn't care about the 12th and Valley. They didn't care about any of this other stuff. They said... What's his name? He's got too many of them. He sounds like he's he sounds like he's a uh, narcissist. Uh, wow. He's he's he's, uh, he's seems really worked up. He's are, has he given himself these names? Are these names that his friends give him? Are these family names? Um, is this one person even? Can one person have so many names? These sure. were all the questions we got, and and we didn't even get a full hour because they just got really worked up, and half of them left because then they found out that it wasn't it wasn't so much about music and and yeah wait a second hold on well that's what that's because they only heard they had all these questions but you didn't answer any of them or ask them to they just stop listening after 40 seconds it was just no but that's that's exactly what happens i'm not supposed to answer them what we're supposed to do is how do people respond to just note the question just note the question hey here's and then stop and then stop the playback and send them home and then I can ask other questions. I can ask sure. questions. And yeah. that question, the first question I was going to have on my list was, hey, does anyone know this guy's name? So that <laughs> was clear that they didn't know that. So I, that, I, got to, I, I got to cross that one off. And then the second question wow. I was going to ask, which I thought was going to make, you know, we'd get to, but the second question I was going to ask was, um, has anyone, is anyone familiar with this album that was referenced? And we didn't even touch, no one 
we didn't come close to hearing any music. Well, um, you have to listen to a while. You've got <laughs> yeah, but Ryan, be... the people just didn't. The people, <laughs> and you know what? I if I if I had to use an episode as an example. As sure. Of an episode that takes way too long to get into the music, it'd be this yeah. one right now. It'd yeah, this I would. One right now. And I think this is the problem is people are like, what is all this stuff up front? Can't we just get to the music? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, that's I guess, all I got for you. I'm sorry I didn't. No, 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 no. I really it, appreciate but. that. And I really appreciate you taking some time on the program to let me know how to. I only have 20 left to fix it, but I think that's probably enough time to well, like hey, fully overhaul. This, the thing you learn when you do something like this isn't necessarily that you're wrong or they're wrong or they're right. or And it's not fix it or this. It's just, you know, what's the best way that I can dodge this? How can I dodge this? How can okay, I yeah. somewhat, right. somewhat answer this and then get away from it? So for you, maybe it's just something really clear. Maybe it's adding a few more names, but really making an emphasis on which name My... you really want them to know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you the way that I have it notated. Some of the some of the nicknames are in quotes. Some of them have punctuation. Some of them are just acronyms at this point sure. because and I have people to aren't fit it all that. in. Yeah, people aren't seeing that. Maybe oh. put that in a notes. Put that in a notes section or something. There you go. Episode did notes. you present? Did you present notes to the focus group? We didn't get to it. We didn't get to it. Okay, all right. Because <laughs> yeah, I have extensive I so notes many, on. Every... I had a lot of notes. No, I did. I had, and I'd love to see your notes actually to know what I should be presenting as well. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. It was rough. I felt bad, but you know what? Don't listen to them necessarily. And if all you right. are going to listen to them, the other thing they suggested, which I think is actually really smart, was yeah. where's the jingle? The jingle. And that's true. A lot of really successful podcasts have a sound bite, have a jingle. There's something there. And you do your same introduction, but it's missing. The guy was like, this is music. There's no music. It's missing that melody jingle. And this isn't me yeah. saying this. This is one of the focus group. And sure, several people jumped sure. on board. And they really want a jingle. Yeah. And they said, you know, something reminiscent of like a, like an auto parts radio song. Sure. Or something you might yeah. Hear, you know? yeah. But something do you, you have any suggestions? Do you, like if do you they, have if any he ideas? Could put his own twist on it. Well, you know, you know, I have an idea, but I don't think we can use that. But my point is, he is on to something, this mm. focus group per- participant. Mm. And I said, mm. wow, I, you know what? That didn't even cross my mind, but you might be on to something. And he said, how many episodes does this guy have left? And I go, gosh, nobody knows really. Probably probably just four. And if it's really <laughs> as many as you say point. it is, then, 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 then if it's really as many as you say it is, then I tell you what, but you might, you might want to think about just trying a jingle, just trying one. Yeah. Well, okay. So obviously goat, 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 goat puppies is out. I'm wondering about like, um, I'm wondering about like, 69 vinyl records bargain podcast how about that yeah something like that could be great or like with your host and then make it real clear who the host is give the name once maybe all the names i don't know um yeah yeah, okay. One, I don't know. One I'll let you deal with that because really I don't want names. I'm yeah. not trying to drive this thing. I'm okay, only trying to right. I'm just trying to buy a ticket and get on board. You know Dude, I, mean? I no, I appreciate it. I mean, if this is going to be your next Conbro chill, I think you should have some say mm. in uh, mm. in how it plays out and how we rocket yeah. you to the top. Um hey. you've mentioned that we should talk about an album. Before we do that though, I think there's one more thing that's really important to do. And that's I I didn't mention at all when this when this episode even comes out 
And that is why people are tuning in. They're like, tell me, what day is this, Ryan? And I'm going to tell you right now that this is one of the great, it's one of the great days in, in history because it has three, six, it has three consecutive numbers, but they're out of order. This is what I'm trying to say. It's a February 22, 2021. I mean, untangle that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's only going to happen like 12 times in 2021. (laughs) That's fucked up. That's pretty cool. Uh, Thanks. I'm glad you, (laughs) I'm glad I brought you back on my side with one of my great numerological wonders. That's cool, man. Good old 22, 20, 21. And you, of course, are, you know, you are the suburban Sandy. You're also Mr. 49er and you're here on episode 49. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things in conjunction. I think if you're, I just feel bad about that focus group. I, I feel like maybe, you know, maybe if I could have been there, if I could have answered some of those questions or I don't know, I hey, wish. Listen, I'd say what? Yeah. You don't ever want to be in one of those. And it's, it's <laughs> something that nobody should ever want to. Like, it's fine to take part in one. Go ahead and focus yeah. on something. I've done it. I've done like market testing. That stuff is a party. It is fun. Those people know each other. It's an inside job. First of all, let me just say that. If you want to talk about a crooked agency, you want to talk about like a, something that is corrupt, it is yeah. market test research groups. Because those, I don't want to, I don't want to, those people, I can just say, because yeah, wow. I've done it a few yeah. times. Those you hire people, them. <laughs> no, I'm saying I've done it 10, 12 years ago. I was in those chairs, man. I've done it before. I got oh. that phone call once, and they said, do you watch movies? And I was like, yeah, I watch movies. They're like, how many times do you go to the theater? I'm like, oh, maybe twice a month. They're like, you you have been qualified to do a market research test. You will wow. earn $125 for one hour of your time. Damn. Can you? And I was like, oh, I'm in. What's this? What do I have to do? And I've been to those things, man, and they are all... They're all crooks, dude. They're all crooks. <laughs> They're just there for the cash, dude. No one cares about their answers. No one really cares. Sure. And I'll tell you yeah. what. Well, those guys, the second they found out they weren't getting cash, they really bit down, man. That's when they were like, what's his name? So- He's not <laughs> making any sense here. <laughs> Did they hate the other two also? Or was it really just reserved for mine? Hmm. Uh, well, when it came to the actual job they were there for, they were, they were, like I said, they put on a face, they got money and they knew what to say. They knew how to play it. They knew which of the three. Oh yeah, for sure. One thing was really clear. One thing was super clear. And then yours, your thing was, was really (laughs) obviously like, yeah, different. I mean, yeah. One thing was like a guy in a suit that they probably had already met and dealt and dealt with before because they go to these things because they're not. We have live video right now. Video. You can see I'm wearing a powder blue tuxedo right now as I record this here in the inner sanctum. That is like that's fuck. Don't talk about what I'm wearing. I am I know, dressed I to say the nines. Makes any significance? But my point is, these people know that it's a it's a it's a show, man. It's a show, and these people know that. And I'll tell you what: wow. when they're in there and they're sipping their coffee and they're having their little croissants, and this guy says, "All right, we got a uh, I got a script. I'm going to read for you guys. I just want to get a couple questions out." afterwards i'm just gonna read this through and then all of a sudden yeah. he leaves and i walk in and i go okay guys here you guys know music and podcasts they knew right <laughs> away they knew right away five seconds their hands are up yeah, i can't believe like, that's what i find shocking is yeah. the uh, the tth numbers the uh five to 40 seconds that's mm. that's a narrow range yeah but here's the other problem with that range and i uh, Part of me, I like a focus group where you can section these people off and, and leave them on their own, leave them stranded on an island. Because the second you put them in a group, you know what's going to happen. 
Yeah. One person goes, I don't know what's happening. And then everybody else is like, yeah, I don't think I know either. <laughs> and then suddenly everyone's raising their hand and you got five seconds into it and you got one person starting the, starting the engine and everybody's jumping in the truck. I'll tell you what, man. Put some partitions this... in between them. <laughs> oh, hold on. Know? So this was for a movie, a podcast, and a truck? No, the one I've been to was for a movie. The other's for a commercial. The truck is just a metaphor. Oh, oh! I'm sorry. I was sorry. I, I, I got you. really excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did a I did a market research test for a laptop down in uh, down in uh, Hillsboro, Oregon, for at that Intel facility. And the oh, test yes. was this. Which Catch one? Drift, Which like one? This. People really. I need to know. It was a test where we had to sit with laptops on our lap and let them know if they got too hot. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, this is insane. And I got paid $125 for an hour to sit in there. And I was like, this, wow. is, br- this is brutal. I am not. <laughs> the people were really friendly and really cringy. And I was like, and everyone knew each other. And they were talking about the next thing they were going to. Oh, mm-hmm. I got one for a cleaning product I'm going to hit up on Saturday. Oh, I got the call for that. Yeah. What did you answer? Because I didn't get booked. Oh, yeah. You got to say that you don't clean your house very often. Oh, I was like every other two weeks and they're like yeah that's too often like they know they know the system they're crooked man and i was like what what they know each other's cleaning regimen system in fact it's like it goes all the way to the top they know how you know the show extras right you know this one yeah ricky gervais and and he talks about how there's this funny little world behind the scenes of these extras and they're all these they're interesting people i mean it's true there's a fascination to those those kind and i feel like i feel like the focus group people fall just below that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i'm saying this knowing that i will at some point be dealing once again with a focus group yeah well thank you for doing the lord's work and getting that important data i i am i have to say i'm thankful i didn't pay for that uh punch in the mouth that uh, kick in the that, teeth no. there i i'm glad that that you never <laughs> i'm glad you never that that only cost me my time <laughs> yeah you should never do it you should never pay for those we always say don't go to them don't bother but you know Sometimes they're fun. You get a croissant. Well, that one sounded that one sounded like no fun at all. Disgruntled and uh, and really short TTA. No, that's the f- no 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 no. That's the fun one. That is definitely oh, that- the fun one. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, the other ones. Boy, I clearly. What if yeah. you have laid anything bare here, Ty? It's that I'm entirely in over my head uh, in all things in all things advertorial. Or perhaps even podcastorial. And to be honest, I gotta say, I think I made a huge mistake by putting you out there like that. And I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to like. I didn't want to announce it to you. I didn't want you to know I was gonna do it. I was just gonna come back with these killer results. And the results, obviously, sure, were sure, yeah, you know, they were. The, but you know what? I think I learned a lesson, which is you can't. You know, you can't tear down a building just to find out. <laughs> <laughs> If yeah. one person's inside it, just wow. go through the door. You know what I mean? Wow. Just use the door. Just damn. Check, you know, look through the windows. here you are talking about how you might access, you know, a door or a building or something. I don't know that we're going to get a cleaner segue into our sort of secondary reason for being here after, of course, letting people know about how the show is done and what date it's coming out and who you are and who I am, which apparently is still not very clear. The, the like secondary to all that. So secondary, tertiary, quaternary, something like that goal is to talk about an album 
we've hyped it up. He is back to talk about Sandy Alex G. That's my friend Ty, of course. And this is his most recent album, Sandy Alex G, that is House of Sugar. That is correct. That is correct. House of Sugar. That, and that was actually my introduction to Sandy Alex G. And I did see this album performed live most recently, uh, uh, not in its entirety, but it was mostly songs off of this album. And that was back in, you're not going to believe this, the start of March, back when the world was still moving. Just barely. And just, no, honestly, in that, in that situation, I had just gotten back from Germany. I remember traveling back from Germany, looking at looking at um, the virus just just entering Europe, where it was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's here. It's in this city now. It's in, mm-hmm. And it was like one case would be announced, and you'd be like, oh, it's, it's starting to show up. Yeah. Um, and this was, the, this was an event that I went to three days later, and I remember having that thought in my head, like, I wonder if I should go to a concert right now. Totally, yeah. And it just yeah. was like, you know what? Probably not, honestly, going, like, probably not a great idea. But then having the same feeling like ah, but my buddy has these tickets and he invited me sure. and I would like to go and it was like really I like I did not take it uh, I mean as far as I know everybody made it out of that all right but yeah I was like I was putting very little weight on it and I was like eh, maybe I shouldn't go ah, I'll go yeah Which, was yeah. it do you think it was the last like big public event that you took part in before everything shut down do you have any other things that you actually managed yeah, this to get it. to this, no, is, this it. is definitely it. Yeah, because the next week we did work from home. We tested a work from home, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna start doing this." And then, Damn. and then the, we were working from home before the government like made it happen. So right, right. I remember you saying that. Yeah, so, yeah. I remember a similar thing. I'm looking at the calendar here. So on the fifth of March, so like two months ago, I went to a I chaperoned a book talk for school. We went to the Schnitzer and uh, and saw Tommy Orange talk about there there. And he, I was like, all right, how many, how many seconds until we get a coronavirus joke? And of course it was like, you know, his second remark and we all kind of giggled nervously about it. And then a week later (laughs) we were on lockdown. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This was March 5th too. So, whoa, look at us going out and doing stuff. See mom. Uh, quick side note, please. Uh, what, yeah, <laughs> let's let's get off track for a second. This was just something that showed up in the focus group, and I realized I should bring it up. Um, no, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, no, I'm joking, guys. <laughs> focus group talk. Uh, this is my own focus group question. You said Mister Forty Nine or or the the what was my yeah. name? Is that yeah, little no, little that... suburban Sandy, Mister Forty Nine er? Uh huh. Yeah, Mister Forty Nine er, and that one's back. That comes from my days of uh, what. Oh, uh, clearly, clearly, it's from all the uh, all the time you. I mean, you're a huge Terrell Owens fan, as I recall. <laughs> I do like a little a little bit of To. Like I remember, no, uh, no, I remember no, playing no. intramural basketball, and you like you hit hit a sweet little like turnaround jumper, and then you like ran to one of the people in the sideline. You you grabbed a sharpie out of their hand. You signed the basketball, and you left the game. Yeah, that was an uh, that was, and that's where that came from, Mister Forty Nine er. We were like, oh, gotcha. look at him go. Oh, there you go. Okay, just makes makes just trying to make it clear again. Yeah, you, you with the names <laughs> thing, just trying to make it clear. 
<laughs> yeah. Wait, uh, side note, side note to the side note. Did you, were we ever, did we actually play on an intramural team together? Is that, am I thinking correctly? Like maybe yeah, junior you're or correct. senior year? Okay. You're correct on that. Yeah. I, I definitely recall being on a number of, like being on some teams in the first couple of years. Was that, so you were on the team with Wade and Billy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh and, boy. And maybe Corey. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that was so fun. I just remember being able to, um, oh, just being able to smile every time, every time <laughs> that ball just blasted off the backboard. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but I'll tell you what, uh, we, that yeah. ball would just blast off that backboard. <laughs> Like that was the intention of the game, not bas- not not basketball, but backboard ball. Backboard ball, and you just get to ooh, I nailed it, and you're like, well, that was close. No, I crushed it. You're like, well, yeah. I mean, you did throw it real hard, um, real hard. Yeah, we had that. We had uh, we certainly had like a between the rings kind of player, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, that's not what it was for. You know, it was intramural ball. It was fun. We were there to make friends. We were there to, you know put ourselves out there see if we yeah. had what it see if we needed to give this sport another try or, or walk away finally sure yeah and walk away indeed we did that's the little bit we've heard uh just here at the top track one here walk away i certainly walked away pretty bruised from games against the wrestling rec league team holy cow those guys those guys roughed me up it's one of the most disappointing things about playing intermittent college basketball is that you just you you most likely you're playing with somebody who somehow is playing for their first time ever they're 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 like 19 20 years old and somehow they're like you know what yeah i'll play basketball for the first time ever yeah and yeah all you can do all you can do is hope that you don't get hurt and speaking of hope track two track two hope what do you think So hope is a really intense song. I mean, this is going to take our our podcast in a big turn here to talk about this song about uh, losing a friend to fentanyl overdose. Um, and I'll say that the the part that's resonant with me from this year. I mean, this is super serious. Ty is that uh, I had two students uh, who graduated last year die during this school year, um, and one of them to the best of my knowledge was uh was an overdose um potentially due to fentanyl and so it always it really it strikes me pretty raw when i listen to this song um just about the uh the loss of a young life it's it's fucked up can you can you educate me on on what this is because i don't know yeah i don't know so, um, what you're what are you saying fentanyl yeah yeah um which is uh it's a it's usually it's often laced into it's like a big part of the opioid crisis and yeah. so it's like super potent and sometimes it's like mixed in with um you know meth or sometimes you're doing it by itself or yeah um and there's a line here in the song where he says um fentanyl took a few lives from our life you know so yeah. 
yeah, it's really brutal. Um, as if this country <laughs> didn't have enough crises, right? Uh, yeah. So there, you know, it's just it's really intense. It's really intense music. Um, but actually, Ty, you mentioned, and I think last time we talked, I may have over stated like how long i had known sandy alex g because this is my first record with him too and it's not that old of a record i i might i think i said a year and a half or two i think by the time this comes out that'll be true i think in real life um what maybe only about a year i i found i found sandy through this album and these two tracks being like the first introduction to this artist um i was super excited about what i was getting into yeah, for me, I think that, you know, I, I'm trying to think of what the first song was that I heard from this album, which it may have been Gretel. Yeah, that would that would be uh, that would make a lot of sense. I which think. I think makes. Yeah, I think it probably has the most um, traditional, we'll say, maybe mm-hmm. like um, play more radio play. Somebody yeah. streamed it or whatever. Um, but that was my introduction to it. And when I first then went to the album, I remember being really fascinated by the range in, in these tracks. Yeah. Okay. This is not like this isn't somebody who's just doing one thing, and then you're like, oh, that's the one song I like a little more than the others. There's a lot of variety going on in this album, and yeah, I tend to like the second half of it a little bit more, which I know we'll do side B, so I'll save it for then. But no, I think that's a fine thing to say. Um, I I certainly think on side A, you have a couple of big hitters. I I think Hope is pretty intense. Actually, the the three song run of Hope, Southern Sky, and Gretel. Those are really incredible, very lyrical and musical songs. Um, the three that happen after that, the Take You Under the Break, which are Taking, Near, and Project Two, that whole stretch, um, really pretty interlude reminiscent of Brick and Horse only because it's like largely largely a lyrical at that point. Like there's no yeah. no singing going on or very weird super distorted singing or like roboticized um but just being this like kind of atmospheric interlude yeah so it makes sense i think that you might you might find by the time you get (laughs) by the time you get to the end of side a you're like okay can we get back to (laughs) we get back to some songs again yeah i do like but i do like project two though which is yeah just that instrumental interlude which is i mean i just I've always been, maybe not always, but I I just lean into some of those weirder kind of like uh, ethereal ambient tracks and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that that was that I remember listening to this because I, I just re-listened to it yesterday. I was in my backyard and I was listening to it in the shed. And when Project Two came on, it caught my attention again after kind of losing myself a little bit in the others. That yeah, like you're saying, they become uh you know pretty redundant. It, they repeat themselves quite a bit lyrically, mm-hmm. and Project Two kind of broke things up a little bit for me. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is an interesting song. Yeah, there's something going on here. There are a couple other things I think that are important to say about Side A. Um, one is that both Southern Sky and Gretel are singles that have pretty neat music videos. I watched both of those earlier today. Neither neither of them for the first time. In Southern Sky, it's a really cool black and white animation of like kind of a weird bastardized like i don't know 30s style mickey mouse but he's he's like a fox instead and it's really kind of like naive style animation really cool and wacky a little bit like chad bangalin um or van galen i'm not sure how to say that guy's name 
Um, the one for Gretel, I I find a little bit challenging. Um, it's a it's like a demo derby. It's all a bunch of really loving footage from a demo derby um, somewhere in the American South or American Southeast. He is, of course, from Pennsylvania, and I the thing that I find challenging. Okay, so I have a memory of this music video, and they've mar- they very well may have edited it if they got weird feedback, or I might be misremembering it. I'm pretty sure one of the cars had a big Confederate flag on it. When I went and watched it today, I couldn't find that at all, and I was like, oh, I wonder if I just misremembered that. So I found that. I'm looking at it right now, and the first car, the first car they show on the side of it is painted border. Patrol. Yeah. So I yeah, they had that. There's a couple of things for sure that I don't. But but to be honest, none of that surprises me at it. Well, right. Derby. Yeah. Um, and so what's kind of interesting is that you have this very. So right, he's from Pennsylvania, but he's in New York, and he's doing a lot of this like experimental kind of highbrow um, rock. Yeah, like art rock in a lot of ways. And and then the music video underneath, uh, or while the music is playing under this music video, right? The the video, the effects are like very different from what you might expect from a New York art scene, right? You have like folks, uh, like who live in poverty, like white poor folks who are like bashing up cars and hanging out and saluting the flag and having like a good old time. And it's it was interesting for me to watch and like. I think there's a lot of love in the making of the music video it feels and I will admit to having some uh some like classist elitist instant reactions and then like kind of wrestling with those and being like wait why why am I like oh these people suck like instantly what that's super awful right so I felt like challenged in a really um in a really good way when when I got to watch this today <laughs> I know what you mean. It's like, I see this and I see like, as a thinking of it as like a child, I would see this and I'd be like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And this looks like, and the the whole video, like, and it just seems fun. There's like Mm -hmm. kids playing in the field, more, more or less people seem happy and everything seems fun. There's a couple shots of like some stuff that looks a little uh, Mm -hmm. worn down, but I don't think I would have, you know, like you don't see that as a child. I think that's just what we've turned into, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we see things like this, and then we're like, oh man, what the hell? And you're like, ugh. But no, it's, it does, it just, it's a, it is confusing though for me because it's not where I would have, it's not at all the video yeah. I see in my head yeah. when I hear the song. So seeing this video, this is the first time I've ever seen it actually, now that you're mentioning it. So. Yeah, I find it really interesting. I, I, I like it. I kind of think, you know, so you you mentioned it's the first one that you heard, and I even even as much as I like songs all across this record, this is probably I don't know about favorite, but it's probably the best song. <laughs> it's probably the best song on the record. I think I think mine. I don't know. The best and favorite is is always like mm-hmm. how do you determine someone? Well, I'm just being but arbitrary to be non-committal. I tend to like sugar. Yeah, <laughs> I think I like yeah. sugar. Well, 
Oh, I'm excited to hit yeah. that. Is there anything crucial that we haven't said here about the songs that we really like here on side A? Yeah, I'm sure there is. <laughs> Jeez, Lou. Well, I'm just. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, time looking up at the Probably looking up at stuff. the clock and being like, "Holy shit, we're at 45 minutes already. We got to get to the other side." <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot, but we should keep moving because, yeah, okay. as the focus group said, what's <laughs> what yeah. is this? What what even is this? What even is this? <laughs> Are they gonna talk about the music? Do we ever hear it? <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, no. (laughs) (laughs) No to either. All right, let's flip this bad boy over, which means it's time for uh, a great and uplifting segment that we have on this uh, here show. If it's your first time listening, buckle up, friends, for Today in Coronavirus. Ty, guess what? What? (laughs) <laughs> okay, so today I had a uh, I had a staff meeting. Well, it was a union a union meeting for the building. The school district that I work for is planning to join a bunch of other school districts in the state of Oregon and apply for some help from the federal government. Um, and the help will do this. It will enable the district to furlough all employees one day a week for the remainder of this school year, which goes through uh, contractually through the end of July. Um, So every Friday will be an unpaid day. So 20% of the days between now and the end of our contract are going to be furloughed and the district will not pay us that money. And they're, they're, uh, assertion is that's going to save them a million dollars a day okay sure um so they're going to save a bunch of money hopefully to telling us that that's going to help us avoid layoffs um we get that reduction in pay uh but then we fill out a one-time form for unemployment uh for those furlough days and we get some unemployment that covers you know some some portion of that lost pay and then because of the congressional act this cares act we get six hundred dollars on top of that every week so the way that i'm doing the math here and i'm happy to do this out loud on on this show because i think that my listeners are probably more sympathetic to teachers i'm going to have a 20 percent reduction in work and in services that i can offer to the general public through my job i'm going to get a slight raise sign me up um so that's kind of how i feel right yeah. now <laughs> that's what i was i mean i'm not only are you having a 20 percent reduction but just out of curiosity live on the air it's not live, yeah is it? yeah this is a live um, episode we have um, mentioned. i'm curious uh what ha- what are your work what are your days like right now what's your weekly workload like yeah. would you say that reducing it 20 percent is something that seems reasonable um, okay, so I think that there are probably teachers across the country, across my district, and even in my own building who are doing quite a bit more work than I am. I, I'll say a couple of things that make my my situation unique. Wait, already mean, I work at a... Pr- sorry, do you mean they... Have they not started a podcast? <laughs> are they not... Do they, are they not no, 49 in fact, episodes? In fact, in? most teachers have. I was going to say they have. should because I encourage it. I'm in, I'm in favor of it. I'd, ha- I'd I, rather you boy. be working in this than not working at all. 
that's how I feel, right? I'm trying to earn my earn my keep here. Okay, no, so I work at a really small school to begin with. Uh, we typically have fewer than 150 students in 9th through 12th grades. Um, and then each one of us teachers has uh, a group that we're very, very responsible for, that we, um, we go to their individualized education plan meetings. We advocate for them to and with other teachers. We help like build capacity. We see them every day of the school year and often for like multiple years in a row, we'll have the same kid in our care. Um, my group all graduated. So some of my coworkers have like their core group of like 12 or 15 kids and they're trying to like keep them engaged with school on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. That, that is work that I simply don't have to do because my kids are out of there um and then i have a content area class and for some reason i i'm not sure what exactly the deal is with my coworkers um because i think they missed an opportunity here we were offered the chance to do co-teaching and my science department said yeah let's do co-teaching all of the other departments were like i'd like to do my own class please you know fine whatever what that has meant for me is that I'm sharing this like one assignment per week class with two other professionals. And so I get to like publish something once every two weeks and help be help the kids stay engaged with that like during that week a couple of times. But that's it. I last week I set up office hours and was available and I watched uh, the last dance <laughs> for the entire hour because nobody popped in. Okay. So for, my work is bullshit wow. right now. Yeah. Okay. So then on top of that, you're getting... On top of that, I'm getting a raise. Yeah. So I'm glad that this isn't coming out until February because um, it's really not... It's not serving kids very well. It's going to save the district money and maybe keep... I mean, I think the way that we're supposed to sell it to people is like this allows us to keep class sizes at least as small as they were now. Like in the future, we don't have to lay off a bunch of teachers. Personally, I think our union should be advocating for um, with with like in concert with other unions around the state and around the country to say, like, let's change some of our expectations around like who's allowed to teach and what the qualifications are. Let's do a big hiring. Let's get some federal help hiring more teachers so we can do in person in smaller groups and like get back to what teaching actually is all about. Let's train people up. There's been like hints of a federal works program, federal jobs program. Where the fuck is that? Right? Like you could put it here and actually make an impact. So that, I don't know. I don't know. I think there are ways to make it work. I don't think it's working right now. Sheesh. Yeah. Well, that's my big news for today in coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a Costco membership? Maybe you should go get a Costco membership with your bonus. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I do. It sounds a lot like it sounds a lot like shopping at Costco. There's a lot of rebates, and there's a lot of you got to send this one-time thing in, and and sure, I don't miss that. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) I have not been to Costco. I've not been to Costco uh, in. No, that's not true. I went one time. Oh, it was it was that same night. It was March (laughs) fifth. I went to Costco. And I picked up some pizza yeah. for the students that I chaperoned. That's fresh, the last time I was in Costco. Fresh baked, the fresh baked stuff. Yeah, you and I ran into an restaurant. old college friend, Jenny Lee. Oh, Jenny Lee! Hi, Jenny. I know doing? you're listening. Hey, Jenny. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what: fresh pizza, hot dog, churro, chocolate vanilla swirl, a Caesar wrap, and uh, two 
I'm sorry, I was just doing re- revisiting my order. Yeah, your classic my Tuesday cl- morning order. Yeah. Oh man, I used to have a, I used to have a great Costco order. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I love that. I love that. I like the idea of you always getting in line for the regular register and like telling that to the person there every time. It seemed to work every time. I mean, they would just be, yeah. uh, sir, you're supposed to go there. And I was like, really? After all this? And then they go here. Again? Yeah. <laughs> this again? Time. Yeah. And then I'd say, can I get my picture taken again for the card? And then <laughs> Every time. <laughs> so fun. I got to know everyone there. Oh man, that's really great. You Which know, one was... was your before you left this fair country, this great shithole country of the United States? Where which was your which was your Costco of choice? My Costco of choice is I mean, for me it was just the one that was the closest I've ever lived to a Costco ever in my life, which was the massive Costco. At one point was the largest Costco in the nation, the Hillsboro, Oregon Costco. I I uh <laughs> I've been so excited to do my Johnny Carson impression all day today. I did not know that. Did, did you not? Oh, boy. I yeah. did not know. I mean, I did not know it was at one point the largest in the yeah, niche. When it was built, it was uh, it was the largest one at the time. So when it first opened wow. up, it, it held it for a few years. And then they were like, who are we getting more Costco? Let's get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, guys, this is not a record to be boasting about. It's going to be broken the next time we open one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, every day. It's probably in El Cajon, California. That's my guess. Yeah, I bought my tires That's my there. my guess for now. So, you know. <laughs> The one at El Cajon or the one in Hillsborough? El Cajon. I bought my tires oh, at wow. El Cajon, yeah. But the Hillsborough one was my where I got my food from. was where I got my hot dogs from. But gotcha. my tires. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the yeah. road. Needed time. That makes a lot of sense. Folks, that's been today in coronavirus. Hold <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's a hell of a coronavirus update. <laughs> thank you thank you i mean i mean thank you honestly thank you for that uh update that you gave us about costco we we're on side b which is your favorite side of the record tie well so, there's only two you know, sides get so, into it you know downplay that <laughs> what's your favorite side of the coin heads or tails yeah <laughs> like, yeah you know what? i kind of like the rigid edge to be honest Wow, wow. And right? this record does have a very thick it's it's a tall record. It's got a ridged it's like kind of a coin. Yeah, it does have coin. a bit of a rigid edge, you know. Um <laughs> <laughs> I am just all over the place right now. I will say I learned uh Sandy put out a an acoustic a piano cover of Bad Man earlier this year, and it's simple enough that even a lowly fake pianist like myself could learn how to play it and so that's that's in the repertoire there are a few tim heidecker songs in there and there's this sandy alex g track That's awesome news, man. I always like when somebody learns <laughs> a. I, I really do. I always like when somebody you know learns a song, and it's. I think Bad Man, the piano version of Bad Man is a good one to have because maybe 
you know, maybe it's it's not your classic, you know, I mean, it's not your chopsticks. It's not your, yeah. your uh, pure <laughs> release, you know, it's like, oh, what are you playing there, Ryan? Is that a song you wrote? And you go, oh, no. Oh, no, it's by, a, it's by an artist. Have you ever heard of him? He's called parentheses Sandy and parentheses Alex G. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. That's probably their response. Get a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Sandy. Yeah. Did you ever think that the Sandy from Sandy Alex G stood for Sandy, Oregon? <laughs> I did know today that the the license plate holder I saw did stand. I know that one stood for Sandy, Oregon. Um, there were a lot of context clues for that. Sandy for Sandy Alex G. I mean, there are very few other things it could be, quite honestly. He doesn't live at the beach. He doesn't have blonde hair. It's no. got. It's probably Sandy, Oregon. He doesn't have blonde hair, which is obviously the yeah. nickname for somebody that does. You know, Sandy blonde hair. He could be one of those guys, though, that because his hair isn't Sandy, they call him Sandy. That's always it. Oh, that's always the sure. It's like tiny. Yeah. Hey, or Sandy. like, yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> Handsome. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you what. Sandy, Oregon's a dream boat of a town. If I had to write an article for BuzzFeed about the top 10 little towns you better get to now, Sandy, Oregon would be number one. That place has a blockbuster number video. Number one? It has a blockbuster video still. Get out of here. Go buy a car. From Sandy, it's got the Sandy River Delta. It's got it's beautiful. It's got Blockbuster Joe's video. Joe's Donuts. It's got a Goodwill. It's got a muffin shop. Come on. What's your uh? Just out of curiosity, what's your two through ten? On the little towns. That's right. Oh gosh, I don't know. Just That's... fire them off. This is something you've got. Right? I, don't... <laughs> I, I I don't know enough small towns in the states. I can go through stuff in Oregon. I guess I could do an Oregon. Two through ten little oh, towns. Oh, I thought that's what it, I thought it was in Oregon. No, I was doing that, BuzzFeed's national, you know. Gotcha. You know I always go to buzzfeed.or.us. <laughs> well, BuzzFeed has a national little towns list every day. They put out a new list. Sure. <laughs> to, sure. to boost the yeah. economy every day. They're like, shit, we gotta put out more cities people have to visit. No one's making money. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, the city you must go to today. Oh. Yeah. And so you're you're ready and willing. You're like on the you're this article is like falling out of you, but you only have number one. It's gonna you're gonna be stretching. For me, I from only the have number nine. one. I start from one. I start from one, and then I can I can walk. I can work my way back. I don't know anything close to Sandy. Sandy is is so clearly the top that it's like, uh, what a joke. Okay, I'm supposed to think oh. of number two. I mean, but even geographically, me. there's cities that are close to it. You know, spiritually, you've got Molala, you've got Estacada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know, and and they're not even close. I'm no, they're very say, close, is what I'm saying. They're, they're zero, like they're very so close. Far. Yeah, but it's not just proximity. We're not just talking distance. We're talking Sorry? about. <laughs> we're, we're talking about what they offer on a personal sure. on a personal level, Silverton, on a financial level, Winston, Silverton's a beautiful you know? place. It's beautiful. It's Jervis. Beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. And guess what? It's it's. It's been discovered. Fucking Indiana Jones had that map a long time ago, man. He's been there. That tomb Jewel. Been what about Jewel? Oh, Jewel. My goodness. You can't be dropping That's any, a... you know. I mean, all I got to say about Sandy is if anybody mentions anything that is to Sandy's borders or just beyond it, I'm happy. I'm like, yeah, well, what do we got to do? We're going to go through Sandy. I'll, I'll go there. I used to get annoyed <laughs> when people wanted to go to the Sandy River because we didn't ever get to the heart of the city. We would just get to the start of the river and I'd be like, guys, Sandy's sure. that way. 
And they're like, no, the river's here. And I'm like, no, but the gem of that town, that little sweetheart of America, yeah. is up that way. Yeah. And there is a goodwill. <laughs> and I can tell you, there's nothing better than a small town goodwill because those people know how to buy Well, that's t-shirts. not a, I mean, yeah. That's, we're talking about a song called Bad Man, but that is not a bad thought that mm. small town goodwills are a place to be. I'm, I'm all over that. Sorry, guys, we got off track and these focus group people keep getting me. <laughs> it was way off topic. Have you ever been to Jewel, Oregon? No, it sounds like a gem, though. Well, I mean, it does. It sounds like it, and you're very, you're, you're keen. You're real on top of that. I will tell you, it is full of bad men. Uh, oh gosh <laughs> yeah yeah that place is scary um i played Ugh. basketball against jewel as a uh as a 1a basketball competitor now is this jewel uh, we... oregon is this sorry is this like the one that was bought by the vape vaping device and they named the town jewel <laughs> is this <laughs> the town right. i'm j-u-u-l yeah. oregon. oh god yeah. that sounds like a real bad place <laughs> it's a whew, it sucks Man, I uh, I remember baiting an opposing coach into a technical foul there one time. Uh, he he was not talking to me, but I turned. I like was supposed to be inbounding the ball, and I like I turned to him. I was like, "What did you say to me?" And the ref teed him up. <laughs> wow, you are a bad man. Look at you go. I, yeah, I'm like the Bruce Bowen of one A basketball in the noughties, in the uh, early noughties. We don't talk about BB in my house. That's fine. He he was a real dirty player, but I had to do what I had to do, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. um your favorite song, Sugar. Sugar. Yeah, I, I have always great. thought that this is the Westworld song. I think that Maroon 5 does a much better version of it. Um, <laughs> they sound like completely different songs, honestly, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what? They, sure? they sound very what? different, but yeah, Maroon 5 just objectively one of the great bands. Well, it's not even... I mean, I probably would prefer... Uh, yeah, I would probably prefer Sandy Alex G over Maroon Five when we're talking about just put it on and listen really? to it. Really? Is there anyone out there? It's getting harder and harder to breathe. Uh oh, uh All I gotta say is, if these are supposed to be the same songs, which which maybe they're not, maybe they just share the title, and I'm totally mistaken. <laughs> but their Sugar song did a lot better on the charts, and. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'm just reading the charts and i should listen to the music i should probably try yeah to quit reading to those this is the problem you're like all hung up on focus groups you've got your head in the charts like, i read the charts back but then i don't i never hear the song the charts don't play the songs they're just charts so i'm like oh my gosh room five also did sugar and it's doing way better than than oh, <laughs> it's currently weird. doing way but it's and charting way above so i just assumed they play a much better version of it this is a really interesting take for your favorite song on the album. Well, that's the thing is I love it. And the fact that Moon 5 is doing such a better job with it freaks me out. Because I'm like, whoa, I thought this was probably the best song. <laughs> freaks, freaks me out, man. I'm like, this can't be real. Uh, I'm going to listen to it real quick. Okay, it's a different song. Uh. Very different song. I've heard this before. This is yeah. definitely a better song. You remember... Well, in my life, oh my God. I full on until today did not realize that there were, I, and I've listened to this song a million times. 
I didn't realize there were actual words. I just thought it was like weird. <laughs> you know. Now, which one are you talking about? Moon 5 or Sandy LXGs? Oh, we're still talking about Sandy LXG? Which one are we talking about? Are we talking about... We're talking about Sandy LXG. Are we talking about this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are Sandy, yeah. Because in the Moon 5 one, I can't tell those are words either. That's why I thought they were the same (laughs) song. That's why I'm like, which... (laughs) They totally lost me. I feel like they still might be the same song. I'm going to ask him next time I see him live. Yeah. How does does the Maroon 5 one go? It goes... Something like that. It's like along the lines of that. That's all I got. I did wow. it for like four seconds. That's really solid. I'm, it's about I'm that. into it. Yeah, it goes goes like that. Uh, Sugar, I remember hearing Sugar live and getting really pumped up. And I actually I actually had a I had a moment. Well, I'm just gonna say I was also high, but I had a moment. <gasps> I was high, man. Just relax, it's okay. Don't no, it's okay. Inhale. Hold it. There you go. <laughs> I thought you said it's okay in hell, and I was like, you're damn straight it is. I mean, sugar's damn, a dark... You're damn right it is. <laughs> it's a dark vibe, but... um, I just... Uh, there was a moment where... And I'm going to say this. I think I mentioned it before, how the Dutch audience, when I saw them live, they were kind of just... They yeah. Crossed, they crossed their arms, and they're just kind of like, meh. And I, for whatever reason, I get really worked up when I'm at a show... I get extra worked up because I see that the performers mm-hmm. are putting it out. The performers are playing and they're they're living for it. And the audience kind of bobs their head. And, and I've bobbed my head. Don't don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with just enjoying the music and sitting there. But sometimes I'm like, hey, they're really asking. <laughs> they're really asking for some feedback here. And maybe sure, that's just me yeah. again. Maybe it's just because I'm high. And I'm like, they're really asking for feedback. They need to hear something from yeah. me. They need yeah. to know I approve. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I uh, in between the songs he would i would just really cheer i'd be i'd really let out a big woo woo you know like and nobody else was doing that and then one other guy started doing it across the venue and we started we started communicating like dogs <laughs> with like with like yeah how, we wait you went over and sniffed his butt or no like howling at each other from across the venue oh i see in in like between wagging. so like yeah he another song would finish and then i would go woo and i go woo woo and we were like we, became, we started barking back and forth, and it was such a great experience. And then I looked for him after the show. I was like, where did that guy go? I was like holding yeah. my head up, and I was like, I was trying to find him. I was trying to find him, and I didn't find him. And I just thought, man, you know what? Some things aren't meant to be. But I now know what I'm going to do every time I go to show. I'm going to find another man to bark with. <laughs> you know that having been to a fair number of live performances i think that's a goal of a lot of people who go to shows i think so I <laughs> they're think just looking some... for somebody to bark with that's that's what felt so great about it is i was there and i was there with some friends from work and they were being a little bit more reserved and they were like whoa dude are you barking <laughs> chill and i'm like no it's cool <laughs> yeah it's cool there's somebody responding guys let's find them and they're like what <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah we've got a kinship i that reminds me of a a kinship that i developed with a uh with a fellow motorist which i'm not often a motorist but back when anna was living in seattle and i was driving back and forth to seattle once a month i would occasionally borrow my sister and brother-in-law's old volvo and i was cruising south on i-5 headed back on a sunday morning and man Ugh, Seattle highway drivers, 
it's like the same speed across all five lanes and and everyone's getting in each other's way and so to get out cool. of Seattle takes quite a bit more lane changing to maintain a, a constant speed than I'm usually comfortable with. And I, as I was doing this, like getting, getting myself about to Tacoma, maybe Puyallup area, I noticed like I'd been going with this other red Volvo station wagon and we shared like a number of knowing glances and just like kind of kept together and made room for each other. We just like built this Volvo brotherhood yeah. that I was a total poser in it wasn't my car, but it was nice to, I think I, 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 I think that I was experiencing maybe something similar it to sounds, your barking friend. It sounds very familiar for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. Were you going there to mm. Seattle? Yeah. Most of the time. I mean, one, <laughs> once in a while popping in to see Anna, but usually to see Adele. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle. Yeah, she's really uh she's really changed Adele. She's transformed. Um, you know what? What's the next song? In My Arms, which is where, you know, you had mentioned early on finding this record and being like, "Man, this guy has a lot of range." And I wrote in my notes for In My Arms, "The range on this guy." That's what you you took notes. That's I always awesome. take notes. You know what? You are a teacher, man. I didn't take notes. I should have taken notes. <laughs> I feel like I failed my I, assignment. No, 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 no. You came in. You failed your assignment. You workshopped this on my behalf in front of a group of strangers. I feel like you've done more than your fair share. Quite honestly. Yeah, but I um, workshopped your show. The premise of your show. I didn't workshop the album. I could have taken. I should have asked them what they thought of the album. <laughs> That would have been way better. We would have gotten so much more information. Uh, that yeah, the uh, the TTH much higher on this record, I think. Actually, you know what? No, I have a lot of questions about like it starts off like and I'm like whoa 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 whoa. So I I think had I been in that focus group, I would have been guilty of the same thing. Like Probably. hand up in the air. What is so. this? It happens. What it's are we true. listening to? I, I can just tell you right now, if they had focus group this album with a bunch of people that all they knew about was that this was going to be music. <laughs> yeah, and they were 18 to 42. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they just said, "Hey, go ahead and we're going to play this and just let us know when there's something that maybe catches you or bothers you or something that concerns you." Or, just anything that generally rubs you wrong, just go ahead and pop your sure. hand there, and we're just going to play it from yeah. the top. Here you go. This is uh, Sandy, parentheses, uh, Alex G. Boom, hand up in the air. What's with the name? <laughs> First thing. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just relax on the name thing. We know everything seems to have that problem. Oh, um, man. I now wish I had said today, uh, this is Sandy Ryan, Rye Rye, Snowy Rye Guy. I Ugh. I missed my opportunity. Well, you're, I like Randy, though. You're Randy. You're Randy, Alex G. <laughs> <laughs> think, I think, actually, I'd like to go on, go on stage under the name Randy Alex G and just, like, play shittier versions of his songs. On, all on piano. 
all on piano. <laughs> Who's Just this? Me. Oh, that's Randy Oxy. He plays <laughs> he plays Sandy Oxy music on piano, but sings like Randy Newman. It's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that's good stuff. Can you that do might that? be Can that might sing? be my Halloween costume for this year. Can you sing like Randy Newman, dude? That's a hell of a combo. <laughs> People, they'll, yeah, they'll be few and far, but it will be worth it. <laughs> Whoa, I'm Randy. <laughs> Man, can you sing like uh, Randy Newman? Because he's a dream, that guy. Uh, I, you know, give me, give me a chance to practice. You have one more episode. I promise you, this is, this is the uh, Ryan Rye Rye Snowy Rye Guy, etc. Guarantee. I will sing like Randy Newman on that episode. I promise you. Okay, I gotta say, I really, I really appreciate Randy Newman's music ability, his career, what he's done as yeah. a songwriter, uh, what he's done for Toy Story alone. He carried that. He he has carried that franchise. By the way, oh it's gosh. so good. I oh, feel man. like Pixar doesn't exist without Randy Newman. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> Did you see Toy Story four? Have you heard the latest song? Twister four. Toy Story no, four. Uh, Randy Newman has a new sorry. Song. Randy Newman was also really great in Twister. <laughs> Have you heard the music to Twister? Because that's Randy Newman too. It's really he's like, Ooh, do you remember when the wind coming your way? <laughs> do you remember when the dinosaur ate Randy Newman in the outhouse in Twister? Oh man, that was a hell of a scene. Remember when that <laughs> Randy Newman in in Twister Twisters? What is it? <laughs> Lost Twister World. God. I'm choking on this what is the title of that <laughs> yeah. film is it direct park twister park that's it yeah twi- yeah that's the name of it yeah twister to twister world <laughs> francis lost twister. <laughs> oh my god we've gone off the rails it probably has something to do with the fact that half a bottle of wine is gone that's probably why i apologize oh. i've never been i've never been like this before i don't usually I've been cooking, ever I was, no I was cooking wine I was cooking with while drinking wine today and and it snuck up on me oh we have a saying around the house here we say it all the time I actually am surprised that it has come up on an episode er, that Anna's not on but we say this all the time in our house uh, this is something we we made up it, we we say this all the time we say um I love cooking with wine sometimes I even put it in the food. That's how we say it. And there's usually like an eight minute pause between. Um, and we're usually not cooking when we say it. We just pour some wine and then we say that. It sounds great. Uh, it sounds like a line from Sex and the City. Yeah, it's my Kim Cattrall voice. It's a hell I'm glad of a you Kim recognized it. It's really good. It's <laughs> kind of, it's like terrifyingly good. It's one of the better mm. Kim Tri- What's her, what is it? Kim, what's Kim her, Cattrall. Yeah, what's her character name in that one? Oh, I don't know. Is it Samantha? Yeah, let's I've, go with that. Uh, let's go with that. That sounds right. No, that's definitely it. She's a Samantha. It is? It's Samantha? It's yeah, not Rachel the... or uh, or uh, Monica? Samantha, for sure. Okay. Sweet. Cool. All right. See you later. Oh, are we done? Uh, wait, no. Okay. No, sorry. Uh, shit. We have three more songs to talk about, <laughs> They, uh, but I, I think it's good to talk about them kind of in in concert, if you will. Uh, I think they go together really nicely, um, even though they have a lot of different things. In fact, they're like the most mm, 
verbose. They they're full of lyrics and singing, uh, and and they they are songs that deserve to be dissected in their own right. But even in my notes here, my famous notes that I have taken, uh, I I wrote, oh, these are nice, gentle, sad guitar rock songs. There's this there's there's something in uh we're talking about cow starting with cow. I mean you clumped them like you said. I clumped them. We can let's let's uh disentangle them just enough to see the uh, gory innards. It's funny. I agree, though. I think if these were the first three songs on the album, you get a completely different idea of who this artist is from the start. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I kind of, I think he's probably aware of that. And when they're ordering this, and it's like, hey, let me. I want to introduce people to who I'm trying to be and what I'm trying to do as an artist. Mm-hmm. And then you know what? These are some songs that I, as you put in your notes, um, these are some nice guitar songs. <laughs> yeah. And now here's some nice guitar songs. <laughs> um, and I, and I'm. And I still appreciate that, and I'm going to keep these in, and I'm going to put them in my album to let you to get your heart rate down at the end and to just calm down and enjoy it as we come to an end here of this 38-minute piece of um, of music. But I think I think he probably knew that because they are definitely it's a little more easy listening. Yeah. Yeah, there it's not the it's not the assault that you sort of start with. Um and it's not anywhere near as demanding as the the interlude in the middle, right? So the middle is pretty instrumental, but it's not gentle, yeah. And then yeah, this is real real nice, real nice. You uh you draw me out, lie on the ground, kiss on the mouth. It's really I I dream a deep sea, you big old cow. Ah, it's really pretty. <laughs> It's really nice. It's a nice. It's a nice little melody. I do like it. There's a little lick in there, a little cow lick, where it's like where it goes like do 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 do, and it almost gives me a like a Neil Young. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I hear. I know exactly the part you're talking about. That little guitar turn there. Mm-hmm. It also has, you know, once in a while you get like a a moment in a song where it sort of crescendos or builds to a part, and then you get this like really great big swelly thing before it recedes and he kind of plays with that without without sort of i don't know i was about to say blowing his wad i'm not trying to be crass here or anything i'm just saying like when he crescendos here on yes i believe i made out fine and yes it's true and it's so um so full of harmonies and way up and but it's still really really soft it doesn't force you to like go all the way to the top even though even though that's what he's sort of hinting at i like that it is nice that's a nice note is that in your notes or is that it's off not the top? it's not in my notes that's off the top god man look at that not even in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. But I did i i mean i was listening to it today and thinking about like oh what do i want to highlight and i remember yeah, actually, today was a weird one. I listened to it while walking, and then I came home and wrote all my notes. Like, so it was already kind of a, a weird experience. I wasn't listening as I wrote, so it's a, I almost forgot. Yeah. We did a focus group once on on what's it like to listen to things while walking compared to listening to things while sitting down, and people almost most people agree that listening to things while walking, you enjoy them more. Well, I enjoyed the walk quite a bit. I'll tell, I'll tell yeah. you that. It's a beautiful day here, May 8th, in the Pacific Northwest. Mm. My goodness. 
Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Out where, out where I am, it's a beautiful day too. It's it was quite nice. Oh, just so you all know. Uh, crime. Let's let's see. First off, don't do it. It's not worth it. Lena, it's my only plan. Yeah, unless it's for a song, don't do it. I mean, you name a song, crime, but just, I mean, I mean, you could do a smoke. We've all done a little dirty deed here and there. Everybody's listen, done a little listen, dirty. we've all held up and robbed a hard liquor store. We've all barricaded ourselves after uh, crossing our old man in Oregon. There's all kinds of things from this very project we've talked listen, about that we've all done. You've probably walked on the train tracks, right? Boom, right there, trespassing. What are you going to do? That's a Dude, crime. you know Get what's really it. weird is... uh. I live on this side of the tracks in here here in my small town. This is the side that I live on. Okay, you're not on the other side then. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Although I do walk the dog over there all the time. It's really it's really nice over there, but I'm definitely on this side of the tracks. You know, there used to be a brewery out there in Forest Grove. They made a good beer called the Other Side of the Tracks and helped. I think they went bye-bye. I don't think they made it, but that's Th- all. That is literally on the other side of the tracks from here forest grove yeah. the, the very tracks that i live on this side of yeah those are the tracks for sure yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i went to school on the other side of the tracks to be honest i remember i remember seeing you out there going back to your old school loved it loved it out there um if i'm if i'm if i'm honest i think crime is a not is a nice song but i do like the melody of it I find myself like mm-hmm. enjoying it as it's playing, but it's probably not a song it's I ever queue up. Yeah, agreed. And that's yep. not that's not its fault. That's not my fault. Let's just not blame anything here. This is a victimless crime here. Let's just walk away. <laughs> yeah, let's just walk away and let's talk about the only live song on the album recorded live at the Duck Room at Blueberry Hill in St. Louis, Missouri on November 6, 2018. This is Sugar House Live. I kind of wish he didn't put parentheses live on there because then it makes me question the parentheses Sandy more. Because Ooh, because yeah. I'm like, oh, you're telling me it's live with parentheses? Okay, so then are you really Sandy? With, you know, you're really throwing me off with this parentheses. Yeah. Here. Well, so, I mean, you and I both came to this artist late. I guess he started out as just Alex G. It's only in his last, like, three or four. I mean, this guy's outrageous. He's 27 years old. He has eight studio albums. He was born in 1993. That's cool. It's, That's, uh, wow. That's it's pretty of, amazing, right? It's a lot right? of work he's pulled off there. It's a lot. He's a little bit um he's a little bit of a genius, I think, to be able to like just be that prolific. I mean, it's eight studio albums. That's not counting like all whatever else he's up to. Um yeah. what am I supposed to say? So yeah, anyway, he he like started out as just Alex G and then on Twitter announced like henceforth I am Sandy Alex G. Gotcha. Well, so who, who knows? knows? I got nothing wrong with that cuz look at Prince, right? That guy knew how to change a name like no one else. And uh I I'm looking at Prince right now and I am in agreement. Yeah. 
Five two. He did. Small little purple thing. <laughs> really had a name on him. We um we talked about Prince in the very last episode, um, and we we got to talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves Prince edition jerseys. So we we can't do that two episodes in a row. I'm sorry to say, but you'll be happy to know there was a little bit of NBA in our lives. That's good to hear because I was thinking that we should probably talk about the Milwaukee Cream City jerseys. Oh no. You don't like them? I like the jersey. I don't like that it says Cream City on it. That's that so it gross. I love in so many ways, multiple ways I love that it is Cream City. <laughs> is their city edition jersey. No. I think it's brilliant. I no, love it. I just, it's, uh, Cream City, first of all, could have been the the Minnesota one too because everyone knows Prince had that hit track Cream. Sure. And he, <laughs> right. But yes. Cream City is brilliant for milwaukee's like city jersey because anyone who's not in the know just thinks okay gross <laughs> yeah gross however you interpret it it's it's gross then, i don't want to think about then the, then the city. few then once you get past the gross thing you go oh i guess what are they the dairy state uh no that's no that's not <laughs> it that's not why they're cream city of course they're the dairy state but come on that's come on they're cream city you don't call it dairy state cream city it doesn't make sense dairy state cream city sure yeah but there probably is a cream city in the dairy state you don't so. call it the gem state emerald city you don't call it the beaver state log city well actually you kind of do actually yeah, <laughs> yeah beaverton and Stumptown or a uh, beaver state Stump Town. What am I trying to say? Uh, well, Oregon's is very well nested. It all, it, well, you know what? I would say that Cream City does tie well in with the dairy state, but the creams, the cream has nothing to do with dairy. I hate to burst your your little lacto bubble, but it's um, <laughs> it's it's got to do with the clay from the ground that they built the bricks and they built the city of Milwaukee with, and it has a cream color to it. So if you walk around Milwaukee, all the old buildings are cream tone and Milwaukee has like a beige color to it. And they're naming it after that because they're, so, they're a softer stone and they've changed over the years, but there's still some of the original buildings in Milwaukee that have that cream look. And that's what makes it cream city. And I think that's a really fascinating piece of history and, and something that if you can get over your, your, your little cream dream, then we can all enjoy it. <laughs> Every day of my life, dude, I'm trying to get over that cream dream. Ugh, I have, oh, my goodness. I have a massive cream dream. It's just disgusting. <laughs> oh I am so God. addicted to dairy. It's problematic. And <laughs> Yeah, there is definitely something problematic about a massive cream dream, oh, I will say. Yeah. Uh boy, I'm glad that I'm glad that came up. Um, I think that's probably the end of the album. It's gotta be no, right. <laughs> no, we haven't even really tapped into the parentheses live track, which I do think. Oh, that's right. We just got excited about Cream City and Prince. Okay, if talk I... to me about this track. Okay, can I just start from the start? I gotta say. Wait, from the top? From, from back at song one. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sugar House Live parentheses Live parentheses Sandy. Alex G. Right there, that track, track number thirteen. Um, mm-hmm. I really do enjoy the first 35 seconds of this album of this of this track rather. Yeah. You get a little you get a little tiny whisper from the crowd, a little subtle applause. You hear a bit of a woo, which is probably the guy I was barking yeah. back to. It might have been you. Could have been. Well, it wasn't cuz the album was out, but it's it's one of my species, <laughs> obviously. You know, it's part of my family. Sure, yeah. 
it's a kin it's one of your kith and kin and i remember hearing this song live and it gave me such a warm feeling and it really does it's like that nice piano vibe that keyboard Mm -hmm. organ tone and it's so quite and you get the saxophone and it yeah it is like so reminiscent of the e street i don't know what it is about it but it just brings me it brings me to it brings me to a very comfortable place and I think that's maybe why they wanted to do it live because it really it connects with you. It, it connects with you greater live. It feels like you are there. Because for me, this was a song that I found very engaging live. It was yeah. a, it was a more like oh, it really did bring. It was the glue, man. It was the cream. It stuck everything together, <laughs> um, and it gives me a weird Sp- Springsteen vibe, and I love it. Probably because he's like straining. Because yeah. it's probably the yeah, end sure. of the, it's the end of it's like the end of the show, and he's just like, hey, you know, he starts doing his Springsteen yeah. impression, and who doesn't uh, love a little straining Springsteen? I, you know, we're not to a game yet, but we've mentioned that Milwaukee, of course, Cream City, Minneapolis, Prince Town. Do you know what they call the city of St. Louis? Do you know its nickname? Uh, I thought you were gonna go with the. You just threw me off. Gosh, jeez. No, St. Louis. Where do they go with? I thought you were gonna go with the something related to the boss. With. Oh no! I just. I mean, it was it was recorded live in St. Louis. What I did they call St. Louis. Sorry. No, good. That's All what good. that's what got me excited. Uh, there are a number here of ones. I think the one that probably anybody has maybe ever heard of is called the Gateway to the West. I think that's Ooh. pretty boring. I think if they had city branded jerseys they should take from this other nick so there's a list of nicknames here like the Lou, the rome of the west you know all these like silly ones but the one i like it sounds a lot like your favorite one is mound city mound city's cool mound city yeah what's the story behind <laughs> that mound oh, you know what blow that no i just crossed that out i'd re- i'd replace city with town Mound Town, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, where you from? Oh, St. Louis. Oh, cool, Mound Town. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I think Mound Town and Cream City are Dude, sister cities. Big bummer about Mound Town losing those Rams, but I'll tell you what, XFL is coming in hot with those battle battle. No, hogs. they really are not. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard today in coronavirus yet, but the XFL folded, baby. Again? <laughs> she gone. Like that's, but they they've done that like two times in the last four weeks, have they not? Oh, who knows? I <laughs> maybe that was yesterday in coronavirus. I I can't I can't be bothered to keep up with every one of Vince McMahon's projects. All I gotta say about Mountain is the thing that I the thing that I've learned in this chat that we've had today, this podcast, professionally produced podcast, is yeah, that thank you is that the city the city jersey thing is is a great step forward it's a it's a it's a step in the right direction but if the xfl is gonna learn anything from the nba and from this podcast it's that yeah. these teams shouldn't be getting names like battle hawks and Oof. and vipers you should be naming these teams after the cities if you really want these people to, sure to embrace them if you really want fans and, and and idiots like me to say cream city there's a cream city football team this is incredible there's a history to this. There's a history to this, and this makes sense to me. When they just are like, "Oh yeah, the Milwaukee Mudhogs," because there's a M in it, like Get sure, the yeah, out of here. Take my money, refund me, 
I'm going to buy the jersey. I'm going to wear it for a day. I'm going to make. I'm going to say I regret this decision. It should, mm-hmm. Give me a refund. Send mm-hmm. it back to me. I'm going to find it cheaper on Amazon. That's right. Once you once your team goes gone, then I'm saying you know what? No, I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to take it out of my cart. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get an email telling me, are you sure you didn't want to buy this? It's still in your cart. <laughs> and then I'm going to say no. Yeah. And then I'm going to unsubscribe from that email list. And then sure. I'm going to say, leave me alone, Vince McMahon. That's how I feel about that. That's why the XFL yeah. is failing. Because they name the teams yeah. things like Vipers and Pit Hogs and whatever the hell they call them. I don't know. Am I right? Am I right? I mean, callers. Yeah, I think, I think Renegades, Vandals, Pirates, all better. Can we get a caller on the line? I want to talk about this. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Uh <laughs> Is this, is this what I haven't heard a sports show in a long time? Is this what they're doing? Hey, yeah, you're on there. Hey, you're on there. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, this is uh, you're on 69 vinyl records with uh, Ryan and Ty with well, with Ty and Rye, if you will, with Ryan and Ty. Okay, I I don't really, I don't really care about, I don't really care about the names. Yeah, Ty and Rye, how you go? Shoot for it. What you got? What do you got? What do you got, caller? Um, well, uh, um, uh, I just want uh, first first time long time. Uh, just uh, wanted to call in and say um, with with regard to with regard to team names uh, mm-hmm. or or as I um, spit with, it out, uh, kid. With re- with regard to cream with cream names. Whoa, cream really no, but with with team <laughs> names. Um, if um. Um, if, uh, if Al Michaels, uh, if Al Michaels in Madden 11 doesn't have a pre-programmed way to pronounce the team name, I don't think you should do that team name. All right. Hey, thanks for calling, buddy. Let's get that kid off the line. First off. Oh, just a... Well, yeah, he's gone. He's yeah. gone. No, I, I hung up on uh, that guy. Sucked. Uh, that guy was wow, really dumb. that guy was brutal. Hey, Ryga, uh, you want to take that one? Because that was, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like <laughs> I might get first degree if I have to respond to that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you what I feel. <laughs> oh, where do I start? Uh, uh, I'll tell you yeah. what, he had one good thing to say, and that was cream names. We got a new segment, cream names. Boom. Cream San names. San Francisco 49ers. Cream names. San Francisco 49ers. Boom. What's their cream name? Oh, uh, 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 San, uh, San, the Rice-A-Roni, uh, the Sam, the, the uh, shit. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, cream, uh, 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 bridged, Brit, um, gold, g- Golden rice, rice a gr- ri- um, Help me out here. Help me out. Uh, Steph Curryville. Uh, cur- uh, uh, Chef Cur- uh, um. What's a cream name, brother? Give me a cream name. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a great sports segment. I got to yeah. get a cream name in here. Oh, man. San Francisco, what's their cream name? <laughs> uh, dude, first of all, I'm sorry you were not right. The answer was Creamy Castro. The Creamy Castro. Ah, Creamy Castro. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good place. Good theater. Good little part of town. Done a lot for the community, and um, good cook, good cookie shops there. If you're there, go go to Hot Cookies. A lot of wieners on the wall. Heads up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Uh wow. We had a caller. I was gonna say it's unprecedented, but we have had callers on this show before, so I'm excited to bring that back. That's a good I feature. do I do wish that we had a bump for that kind of feature, but they just sort of happen when they happen and, and I don't wanna I don't wanna like plan that ahead or prompt it. But there we have is. reached a feature that we do plan for every single week we do this. 
Ty, I need to ask you, my guest, shall we play a game? Shall we play a game? Hey, if you think we got the time for it, I'm, I'm game. We've got the time for a game, my friend. This game is called House of Sugar. All right, here are the rules, Ty. Nope, I already know it. We're good. Oh, all right. Uh, okay, you first then. Brown. Cream. Confectioners. Origami. Lukewarm. Photosynthesis. Teflon. Fake fingernails. I'm calling your bluff. Oh, you're right. That's not a kind of... Oh, damn. All right. That's one, that's one to you. That's one to you. One all round. Right. Okay. All right. I'll start. Okay. You start this one. Okay, round two, round two. Here we go. <clears throat> Powdered. Fragrant. Labyrinthine. Fresh squeezed. Potpourri. Essential. Prehensile. Is that a bluff? Nope, nope. Prehensile's ah. good. That's going to cost you, buddy. Mm. Tied one to one, and we just have... Oh, it's a high so far uh and we we should do a third round and see who wins this uh this game house of sugar uh i i think uh so you won the first round i went first i won the second round so i guess you're gonna go first here for the final round we're gonna see who the winner is for house of sugar landscape fallopian left up ahead pro evolution soccer 2017 Quick to zoom. Abracapasta. March 5th, 2020. Mm, March 6th, 2020? Beach music. Corrugated metal sheeting. Homesick. Nope, no, 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 not, no, definitely not. I'm calling it. Nope, that's not a bluff, brother. No! Ah! Yeah, I got you. Damn it. Ty. Was I playing it wow. right? Was that how you... <laughs> no, you did. That's exactly... Okay. That yeah. is exactly how you play House been, of Sugar. These uh, these years. couple of sugary snacks that I brought in here, unrelated, uh, I will just eat these off mic, I suppose. <laughs> no, of course not. I think you And should... that's how we play. If you want to do snack time House of Sugar, that's what? cool. No, 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 no. You knew, you nailed it, babe. I don't want to do anything different. <laughs> such a good game. That was one of the best matches I've had. I well, and you, I, you would say that you won, but I am happy you just dove right in. You, we, we saved the listener all the trouble of hearing all the rules. I would have had to explain all kinds of things for this other, this other alternate version yeah, of it that I had in my. I yeah, gotta yeah, say, yeah. No. I would love to try. If you have an alternate version, then it sounds like a different game to me because I thought you were yeah, talking about well, the game. Well, it's kind of more like a house rules kind of thing. Yeah. Well, let's give it a try. <laughs> no, no, no. Really. I insist. Are you <laughs> we sure? We shan't. I'm positive. Yeah. These these uh, these sweet treats will eat themselves. Uh, I, I promise. I'm not sure that I understand. How are they going to eat? What do you mean? 
Um, so you've Are heard of you've heard of autophagy, I'm sure. The cookie? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Chocolate autophagy, coffee? the the act of eating oneself. Uh, it might be pronounced autophagy or mm, auto. Autophagy. I'm not. I'm not exactly yeah. sure. You may have heard it. Di- yeah. They might pronounce it differently over there. Yeah. In, in, but, uh, yeah. In Barack Obama says autophagy. Oh. Oh. Excuse me. I didn't realize we were speaking the king's English. No, this is Barack Obama. It's not king. Oh right. No, but yeah, King King Obama. Um. Yeah. No. It's uh. It's where it's where something eats itself, and th- that's all I was referring to. Just autophagy or autophagy. But the sweets are able to do that. Yeah. Right. I mean, you said you're familiar with it. Well, this sounds like a completely different game. I think I may have misunderstood. Well, we'll have to save that for our final episode, I suppose. Um, that and the long-awaited... Oh, we have been hyping this since episode six. We're finally going to have a reason to talk about you being the uh, the inaugural president of the Trailblazers fan club. Unfortunately, we have run out of time for that on this episode, but Ty, thank you for being here for your fourth appearance, Mr. Uh, regular contributor. Yeah, I got to say, to be honest, man, this whole, this, like, when you said fourth appearance, I completely was only able to count three, and then I remembered that I woke up at 7 a.m. to join... <laughs> A call many years ago, long in the long in the past. I I and don't I, remember an early morning thing. I remember you showing up on my doorstep in early. Yeah, March. that's what I mean. That was really that's weird. what I mean. I woke up for me. Oh yeah, and flew mentally, home. Mentally showing up to someone's home means it's in the morning. I see. <laughs> I see. Yeah, that's yeah. It's just a thing I have. It's like you know, it's oh, your it, third. It's your third scheduled appearance on the program. It's the fourth time uh, you have committed your voice to this project. Exactly, because when I wake yeah. up in my house, then that's that's my that's my morning in my house. But if I go to a store, it's a new morning. It's if I go to a house, that's another morning. So I went to your house, <laughs> and it became another oh morning. Yeah, because so, the first time in that place of that day, you know, it makes sense to me. You know, um, you've you've had I guess now at this point three canonical appearances and then one um cameo to which i say a word up mm-hmm. do you get that do you get that joke yeah cameo of course okay. those guys were right, cool. those guys rule those guys wore cod pieces they're the only other band i know <laughs> that wore cod pieces as much as we did hey pretty tyler word around up. the world <laughs> um it's time to end this show and say goodbye to all these boys and girls Where's Cameo from? What city? What's their... Ooh, that's a great question. Let's like... answer that next time. I, I don't... Like... I fucking don't have time for this shit. <laughs> I just want to know what their cream city would be. All yeah, right. the cream hey. city of Cameo. No, for, let me let me for... help you out here. Let's see. New York City. So they're the... Uh... Uh, what is New York City's cream nickname? Yeah, what do they call New York City? Um, Probably the... Uh, the city of brotherly love. Yeah, yeah. That's Philly. Come on. You're better than that. What? Oh, my bad. Um, Hot... No, uh, a cream, the creamy apple, <laughs> creamed the apple. Cre- <laughs> the cream apple, yeah. Uh, that big old cream, the city that never creams. Oh, that's pretty good. City of big cream, big creams, and <laughs> broken yeah. hearts and big creams. Yeah, the city goes, the city go mount cre- a production on the great cream way. Yeah, the city where all creams come true. <laughs> <laughs> If you cream it, it will happen. Only in it's New up York. to you. Cream York. Cream York. Oh boy. All well, right. Well, thanks, Ty. Appreciate that, it. That'll do it. Hey. 
Next time you need somebody to throw this thing way off, let me know. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for you. Yeah. Kende. All right. Uh, and listeners, thank you for, wow, you pushed through. You've now listened to 49 episodes one episode for every year that the california gold rush was um really a great job making it this far of course don't forget our rule number 650 dollar podcast challenge until we speak again which boy you know in 2020 we would have spoken again one more time in february it is as we have established on this show one day longer than normal in a leap year but next time we speak uh, it will be march to you coming up on the uh one year anniversary of the program wow what a thing for me to celebrate here in may of 2020 until then folks please take good care of yourselves and take care of each other bye oh bye guys that's hell of an outro i don't even i didn't that was really well done man Gosh, I was I thought you were gonna leave room for me to say something, but then you did such a good job, I was like, I probably shouldn't say anything. I should just end it. But then I guess I'm saying something now, but that was a really good outro. Thanks for having me. Wow. Oh. Um see it tight. Bye. Um no, gosh, I've now I've gone and stepped on the you wanna do it again or sh- is this live? Uh well thanks for having me guys. Uh, I gotta say I'm really excited um that this is coming out a year from now because I think I'll be able to laugh at it then. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me, dude. Tiny little teeth, they're well